Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Solovich, part of the team at Cherokee Media Group and senior editor of AutoFin Journal and Subprime Auto Finance News. For this episode of the podcast, please to have it originate from Las Vegas and the Vehicle Finance Conference hosted by the American Financial Services Association and being able to have a face-to-face conversation with one of the key executives at Reynolds and Reynolds, noted historian and all-around nice guy, the Director of Compliance for Reynolds Document Solutions, Mr. Terry O'Loughlin. Terry, it's great to see you again. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's always a pleasure to be seeing you, Nick. Absolutely. And and we're sharing our conversation already a month of 2024 in the books, but it's uh, just reflecting back on, on the past year, just your observations of car business, always a, an active scene. Just, just what's top of mind of what you saw of what happened in this past year that, that struck your interest? Well, I think there's been a flurry of new approaches to prosecuting deals. The CFPB, the FTC, and state attorney generals they have come up with some new innovative ways to what they consider advancing consumer interests. One of those ways, which I I think is of concern for every dealer, is the fact that now they're they're not only prosecuting cases against the dealer principal, corporate entity, but they are also including uh, jointly and severally the liability of general managers, sales managers, and finance managers. So in other words, if they have a case against a dealership, general manager may have to pay a lot of money. So he's not escaping the wrath of these agencies. Uh, that's, that's a real interesting development. The other development, I think, is the tremendous interest on federal agencies coupled with state agencies to police discrimination. That seems to be included in so many different cases. So if there's any minor variance, like this disparate impact concept, minor variances in minorities getting a a certain rate or a different payment structure for the volunteer protection products, that would be grounds for a discrimination case. Even though it's, it's, the dealer never had any attention, the dealer tried to avoid that problem, but the result came in even minor differences. So there have been cases where even a modest difference has led to serious prosecutions. So this, this, this DEI, discrimination, equity, inclusion, that seems to be the, the watchword with the CFPB and the FTC. A lot of billable hours in that whole mix, it sounds like. (laughs) Oh, the legal profession is very, very happy about this. (laughs) On both sides of the fence. But you know, the attorneys are the ones who always win. No matter what what the problem is, attorneys always come out of time. Well, as referenced at the top of our conversation, Terry, noted historian, so we'll tap into that expertise again before we get into one of the topics that certainly will be discussed here in Las Vegas to a degree, uh, the newest rules proposal that's come from the Federal Trade Commission. But to give us some historical perspective on the FTC and car dealerships, just how much has that been of interest to the FTC over the years? Just well, what? You know, it's interesting. The FTC was established in 1914, and that that 1914 establishment uh, introduced uh, the Unfair Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Now, if you look at the first car dealership, I think it was like 1898 was the first car dealership. So 
the the development of mass-produced automobiles, the development of, of the automobile industry almost tracks with the development of Federal Trade Commission. And if you look at the how the laws developed from 1914 on, I mean the NADA was I think 1916 was the 100 year 2016 was the 100 year anniversary of the NADA. So the the FTC and the NADA and automobile dealers in general, they sort of have this <laughs> track together for good or for bad. All the state attorney general's office, state passed similar law, the little FTC acts all across the country. So they also have monitored. So that's sort of the genesis of all this. And the and if you look at all the developments, I mean, the Monroney label in 1958, the Credit Opportunity Act, the Truth in Lending Act, they all developed the Truth in Lending Act in 1968, the used car rule, that was FTC regulation. I mean, it's just one building upon the other. And, and it, there is so much, if you look at, there's a great publication by the NADAS, it's the regulatory maze, and I recommend every dealer should have that on the shelf. All the laws that dealers have to surmount, they are staggering, in my opinion, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse because dealers are maybe the most regulated industry in the country. The laws keep added. They're never rescinded or repealed. I mean, and the safeguards rule is an example. 2003, the, the Graham Lake Wiley Act created the, the privacy rule and the, and the safeguards rule. Well, guess what? That was amended and made more <laughs> compelling for dealers. I mean, so it's, it's, when it's modified, it's modified to the disadvantage of dealers. So the, the, the tracking history, it's gotten worse and worse and worse for dealers. The super advocates don't think it's gone far enough. And that's where we are now. That's why they're really pushing forward with other new rules. So, and... Again, the voice you're hearing for this episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast is Terry O'Loughlin, the Director of Compliance for Reynolds Document Solutions. And we're, we're having our conversation in Las Vegas at AFSA's Vehicle Finance Conference. And, and Terry, jumping ahead to, to current times, as you mentioned, the latest uh, rule that the FTC is looking to, to implement, they it's sought to be implemented this year, but there's some, some courts activities and, and other pushback from NADA and, and other entities, but with that notwithstanding, just your general assessment reaction to, to what the FTC is looking to to have implemented now, the, the CARS rule that they're they're calling it, the, the weeding out of, of junk fees as they cl- classify it, and other nefarious activities, just, just what do you think? <laughs> I think viewers have to wave white flag <laughs> in this respect. I've talked to many dealers over the years, sued many dealers over the years, and dealers take the viewpoint that I've never been caught, government doesn't know what it's really going, they'll never, they don't have the manpower to catch me, and I just, to respond to that, Herbie's. The Herbie's case, 2016, we had this little buy here, pay here store in the middle of Colorado. It was picked out of a hat. There are 25,000 buy here, pay here stores in the United States. This little store was picked out by the CFPB and made an example. Poor Aunt Purby's doesn't exist anymore because they were fined $700,000. This little store, single point operation, the term perp walk applies. The big agencies, CFPB, FTC, along with the Attorney General's Office, they're going to pin find somebody to prosecute for some of these new laws and rules. 
and dealers don't want to be one of them because if you look what's happened, the fines have gotten much higher than they ever were. So dealers, if they don't have a compliance officer, they don't have someone studying this, you know, the, the, the idea that in times of peace prepare for war, <laughs> fourth century Roman general, uh, Flavius Renato said that. Uh, and that's, uh, that's something that dealers should be contemplating. And, and attending events like the NEDA convention, their state uh, dealer conventions, any of the conferences that are offered by friends of the industry, dealers should be going to learning. And, and my humble two cents. Well, speaking of, of conferences, as we wrap up this conversation here on the Auto Remarketing Podcast, we at Cherokee Media Group invite you for more intriguing dialogue, presentations, and more during the Auto Intel Summit and National Remarketing Conference, which is set for April 23rd through the 25th in Cary, North Carolina. Early bird discounts are available through March 26th. Complete details and more can be found at autointelsummit.com. Again, that's autointelsummit.com for the Auto Intel Summit and National Remarketing Conference, April 23rd through the 25th in Cary, North Carolina. As we wrap up our conversation with Terry O'Loughlin, Director of Compliance for Reynolds Document Solutions. Terry, thank you again for the... If I may, at at, that point, I've been working with car dealers for 34 years. For 16 years I sued them. I sued over 1,500 car dealers. I go to that conference every year and sit there and learn because it's an excellent conference and I say that it's as good as you're going to get anywhere as far as education further understanding of the industry problems. I'm humble two cents. Oh, thank you, Terry. That That's incredibly kind and unsolicited, so that makes it even more genuine. Thank you. And as, as, as we wrap up here, Terry, uh, again, your historical perspectives are so appreciated, but looking forward now as, as we continue down the, down the car business road, whether it's litigation, compliance, just what have you, just what do you think is, is going to be on your radar to, to watch as, as we go along Well, here? I think clearly the, the, uh, the CARS rule is because the CARS rule will require more documentation, signatures, and any kind of signing of documents, whether it's an initialing, whatever, that is not considered a f- sufficient for the consumer to understand the transaction. So dealers are going to be in a position of having to actually read documents to consumers. I mean, it's gone that far where this will lead, I don't know. You know, what's, what's the old saying by Niels Bohr that predictions of the future, predictions are especially difficult, especially about the future. So, <laughs> so I think who knows what's going to lead. Hopefully the NEDA will prevail, but my prediction is they're not going to. I think you're going to have this role. I think you're going to have the junk fee role, and that's going to empower class action attorneys through the UDAP statute, going to empower attorney generals, and it's going to create a furor of activity against dealers because now they have new weapons to apply. That's legal expert, outstanding historian, and most importantly, great friend, Terry O'Loughlin, Director of Compliance at Reynolds Document Solutions, part of Reynolds and Reynolds. Terry, it's always great to visit with you. Thank you again for the time. Thank you, Nick. It's always a pleasure. And if you've missed any of our past episodes of the podcast, just go to our website at autoremarketing.com and click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. Or simply subscribe through whichever platform you get your podcasts. 
for fellow hosts, Bill Zedites, Joe Overby, and Andy Friedlander, as well as our fantastic executive producer, Matt Rice. I'm Nick Zulovich. We thank you for joining us, and we look forward to having you again next time on the Auto Remarketing Podcast.